Yajna, the foundation of Vedic culture. Gayatri and Yajna constitute the foundation of the Vedic culture. While Gayatri imparts wisdom and pure intelligence, Yajna inspires corresponding creativity and actions. In talking of the Vedic age, the images of the great rishis performing Agnihotra Yajnas instantly flashes before our sight. In those days, apart from the rishis, the rich and the poor, the kings and citizens also had an equally deep faith and respect for Yajna, and they used to sincerely participate in and lend wholehearted support for different kinds of Yajnas. The rishis used to spend at least one third of their lives in conducting yagyas. It was a common belief and an observed fact in the Vedic Indian society that yagya was essential for the refinement of human life from a sudra, a person living a life driven by animal instincts, to a brahmin, i.e. a wise, knowledgeable, charitable person, and ultimately to a divine great personality. Yajnas played an essential role in the all-round progress, prosperity and happiness in the Vedic age. This was indeed natural, as the philosophy and science of Yajna and the different modes of performing Agni Yajna were discovered and developed by the Rishis based on their deep understanding and in-depth research of the human psyche, the intricacies of the social fabric and the mysteries of nature. The brilliance and purity of Agni appears to be a universal symbol for worship. The rituals of different religions affirm this fact. The first mantra of Rig Ved, the most ancient scripture of knowledge on earth, quotes Agni Mide Purohitam, signifying Agni as a sacred symbol of God. This is what is referred to in different religious and spiritual scriptures as Brahmatej. Divine flame, sacred glow, divine light, latent light, etc. The Vedic hymn Agni Supata Raya prays to this omnipotent supreme power to enlighten and inspire us towards the righteous path. The same is meant in the phrase Dio Yonaha Prachodayat of the great Gayatri Mantra. Meaning of Yajna in its gross form, yajna is a spiritual experiment of sacrificing and sublimating the Havan Samagri in the fire accompanied by the chanting of Vedic mantras. This is only the outer physical process or ritual of yajna, which has scientific importance and a beneficial effects. This Agni yajna, when performed on a small scale, is also known as Havan, Homam or Agnihotra. The meaning of yajna is not confined to this sacrificial ritual. It has a much wider and deeper meaning. The word yajna is derived from the Sanskrit verb yaj, which has a threefold meaning worship of deities, devpujan, unity, sangatikaran, and charity, dan. The philosophy of yajna teaches a way of living in the society in harmony and a lifestyle which promotes and protects higher human values in the society. 
which is indeed the basis of an ideal human culture. Scientific Aspects of Yogya The four Vedas signify the philosophy of the eternity and complementarity of Gayatri and Yogya in the divine creations. Further, the Atharva Veda also deals with the sound therapy aspects of the mantras. They can be used for the treatment of the ailing human system at the physical, psychological and spiritual levels. The Sam Veda focuses on the musical chanting patterns of the mantras and the subtle form of yajna by defining the latter as the process of mental oblation on the surface of internal emotions through the cosmic radiations of the omnipresent subtle energy of sound. The Yajur Veda contains the knowledge of the principles and the methods of performing yajyas as a part of the spiritual and scientific experiments for global welfare. The effects of yajna include treatment of various diseases and the removal of atmospheric pollution. Another prominent effect is Purjanya. Purjanya implies sublime showers of vital energy and spiritual strength from the upper cosmic planes. As the natural fertilizers add to the fertility of soil, the unique confluence of the power of mantra, thermal force and sublimated herbal energy in yajna increases the vital energy, pran, in the atmosphere while purifying the air. This pran is inherent in the air. The sadhak, having prepared himself through pranayam, is able to inhale this burjanya along with oxygen through inner determination. The flow of fresh air in the morning has been found to be rich in pran. The larger the scale of yajyas and the longer their duration, the greater would be these effects. The burjanya generated by yajya augments the level of pran in the air. This effect is condensed around the yajna shala, which is the area where the yajna is performed, but is also prevalent in the wider space and continues to expand with the flow of air with the process of yajna. If we pour some oil drops in a pot containing water, the oil separates itself from water and spreads on the surface of the water. In a similar way, the energy of yajna expands all around in the open space. Its pran, its essence, its energy is also present in the water contained in the clouds. This is showered in the form of rain and thus gets absorbed in the soil, crops and vegetation. The soil irrigated by it is found to be more fertile and the grains, fruits and vegetables grown there are tastier and have higher nutritive value. The milk of the cows which graze the grass grown on such lands is also of excellent quality. Drinking the milk and eating the fruits and vegetables energised by yajna increases our stamina, resistance against infections and diseases and mental astuteness. In fact, the cosmic flow of pran is omnipresent in the subliminal realms of nature. It enables all activities, movements and evolution of living beings. All creatures possess pran and therefore they are called prani. Pran is the source of our vital strength. If it were present in substantial amount in the body, an apparently lean and skinny person would be very strong and healthy.
Its elevated levels are expressed in mental radiance, intellectual sharpness and talents. Its reduction, on the contrary, would render a physically robust person weak, lethargic and dull. Reduction of this subtle energy in plants and trees would diminish the shining beauty of flowers and nutrient quality of fruits, vegetables and grains. Decreased levels of bran in the air, despite the presence of substantial amounts of oxygen, would lessen its vitality. Even deep breathing of this otherwise fresh air would not have the desired healthy effects. People living at such places are found to lack vital strength, immunity and mental sharpness. The burjanya extracted by yajna compensates for these deficiencies. Types of yajnas A variety of yajnas are described in the scriptures. The seva yajna, meaning service to the society, is a noble example of yajna. The jnana yajna corresponds to the service of people by enlightening their lives with the glow of knowledge and education. The prana yajna implies the selfless service of saving the lives of people from sufferings and agonies and inspiring liveliness and reverence for life in them. Modern times and ignorance towards a great tradition. In the tides of time we lost and forgot the original purpose relevance and importance of yajna in our life it won't be an exaggeration to conclude that this negligence has been a major cause of our fallen and miserable state today nevertheless there is a hope of reviving the yajna in its original form as we have somehow continued the tradition of yajnas as a holy custom and occasionally perform it in some form at least as a symbolic ritual although lifeless and deformed a feeble and hazy image of this ancient tradition is still with us all important ceremonies including the soda samskaras 16 rituals that are performed at various stages of life from birth to death are conducted with yajna for instance the vedic mode of the wedding ceremony takes place in the presence of the sacred flames of yajna as the melting heat of the fire welds and binds two metal pieces the pious glow and the spiritual warmth of the yajnani conjugate the souls of the bride and the groom through the sacred knot of marriage the cremation rites is also a yajna the significance of yajna in the thread ceremony is self evident as the sacred thread donned to symbolize the initiation of an enlightened life is called yagyopavit this thread is always worn in the auspicious presence of yagyani yagya is also performed during the program of gathakirtan religious celebrations and the occasions of special festivals for example holi which is separated these days as a color festival was originally a festival of yagya to celebrate the harvesting of rice crop every year a handful of fresh grains is required to be sacrificed in the holy yagya as a mark of expressing gratitude to god's grace it also signifies the spirit of purifying the grain in yagyani before using it in food preparations yagyani is the fire of yagya yagya is also performed on religious functions like satyanarayan katha bhagavad katha Ramayan, Parayan, etc. 
Specific yagyas are also invariably linked with the Vedic as well as the Tantric sadhana anusthans. Gayatri sadhana is regarded incomplete without yagya. The number of ahutis offered in the havans or yagyas organized to mark the end of Gayatri anusthan or Mahapurusharan should at least equal the tenth or one hundredth fraction of the number of japs completed every day in these sadhanas. Worshipping various manifestations of God is also required to be carried out with specific kinds of yagya as described in the holy places of pilgrimage. The prominence of tirths, the place of pilgrimage, is also associated with yagya since the Vedic age. The places where grand yagyas were organised and conducted by the rishis became tirths and are still revered as holy destinations of pilgrimage in India. Conclusion What we find today in the Indian society is largely a distorted and superficial custom of yagya. The knowledge of the philosophy and science of yagya is just as essential for understanding and experimenting the science of spirituality as the knowledge of elementary physics for the material sciences.